Good morning, everyone. Lizzie Kempe, Ricardo cares, Aroha. Ready to rip into a big, happy Monday morning. Uh, good morning. I don't know where to start, so I'll leave it up to you. <laughs> Kempe, good morning to you, brother. Uh, good morning, Atamari, brother. Good to be here, Koto, out there in Radio Land. And yes, Israel Dag. You thought I forgot it, eh, Izzy? You thought I forgot about it. Here it is, brother. My team, <laughs> oh, my team, eh, Rick Yes. <laughs> the chameleon. <laughs> the chameleon goes again. Oh, how good. How good. Oh, mate, what a weekend. Honestly, what an absolute weekend. The Warriors, Friday night. It was a late one for oh. me and Sammy Hewitt at 10 o'clock and going down to the gong, which they struggle to play at one game. I think they've won there in the last six years. And absolutely, I'll tell you what, there's a period in that second half, they went for about 15 minutes where it was knock on, knock on, knock on. If they sort of had tightened up the ship a little bit, they get 70 against against mm. uh, St. George, who were absolutely Average. dreadful, dreadful. Ben Hunt, I'll tell you what, I'd, I'd be giving my money back after that game from, from Ben Hunt. You, should, you can't be a marquee player like that and turn up and play like a busted butt. Um, mm. which is what he was, sulking around on that football field. Uh, it's going to be interesting watching that. And then Saturday night, mate, what a big day. Saturday, I went to the Tuatara and uh, watched mm. a young guy called Charlie Dalton go around, mate. He was, he was impressive, really impressive. Uh, before the game of the weekend, which was uh, your Saders up against the Chiefs, that was a good game too, mate. What about the crowd? How many people showed up there, eh? 25,000. Chief supporters sold out, broke down Ticket Tech uh, website. Mate, it was awesome. It was a it was a great game, and obviously Friday night started off with a, with a hiss and a roar from the Waz. That that Dragons outfit, man, they are in dire need of trade uh, change because they were horrible. I reckon um, New South Wales team would have beat them. Ooh. pretty simply. Their only threat was Sloane. <laughs> Sloane at the back. Like every time he got the ball, he showed a bit of gas. But other than that, their defence had nothing and. Just simple mistakes. And Ben Hunt obviously got the ball quite often, um, Kempe, when you're playing in the playmaker role, but he was just passing about 10 metres back. Wasn't any conviction not, there. Not him, eh? Not, he not just looked disinterested. Is he, he's, mm. he told the Dragons he wants to leave. He's not interested yeah. in playing there anymore. He's had a mm. fallout with a guy who's, um, who's head of recruitment, and he wants out. He's put in a request. He said that he wasn't going to play for them after Origin. So yep. that I mean, you could argue that that's the performance he's put in is is maybe to try and force that because mm. uh, you can argue about how professional that is or not, but boy, he might be forcing to move the way things are going. Yeah, he show, he showed but, his lack of experience. The coach, you know, like I'm watching the game, you know, Sammy's chewing through the the commentary, and I'm watching the game going, you know, if that was me sitting up in that coach's box, he'd be gone. You know, I would have pulled him. I would have put yeah. young um, the young uh, half sitting on the bench on there. And just got them, got them trying to get back to some sort of um, system and structure. But you could see the, you could see, you could actually see the energy in the St George players dissipate the longer the game went on when they were watching, you know, the ball mm. go. Because you're right, as he went into his hands so often, but he was just, yeah. you know, I've never seen Ben Hunt play that far back behind the line in my life. You know, he's a tough, big meeting tough today, kid. Big meeting. Well, he gone. Moving on. Well, I wouldn't let him go. Personally, mm. I wouldn't let him go. So you just keep him. Well, check you, him in the. If you're Flanagan, you're coming coming in. Well, you put your shoes, put your put your, put your feet in Flanagan's shoes. So he's coming in. No marquee halfbacks in the competition. Everyone is looking for a halfback, 
and uh, you can't convince one of the well, I'd say the top probably top five half one of the top five halfbacks in the competition to stay at your club. Where does he go to? And you're dead right about young Sloan. Like, man, he reminds me of David Peachy. Mm. You know the way that he mm. glides across the ground. You know he's sort of that big sort of gazelle type. Man, he's got some pace, the boy, but. He ain't going to do it all all himself if they haven't got a marquee halfback leading that side around. So big, I, I said to I said to Sammy, I can't see St George actually winning another game in the last ten rounds. Nah, man, they look real poor. To be completely honest, but then on the on the flip side, DWZ Dallin Watson's elite neck mm. gets the first try. Worst thing about this, and I was laughing my tits off because Dad uh, picked him in a multi same game multi to get first try, and then he need chance Nick Wilkinson to get a try for the rest of the. I think it was 78 minutes because yeah. he scored in the first five. And then Dad, I said, Dad, he's a distributor. He assists every single time. You've done it again. <laughs> he did it. Uh, and in one of these other games, he picked um, uh, the, the winger for the Panthers. And then he had Isaiah Yo to score. Brian, Brian Tottle. Brian Thorpe. And then yeah. he had Isaiah Yo to score. And I said, mate, he's a distributor too. He ain't going to score. So anyway, it was, uh, mate, it was a good game. Great performance from the Warriors. They are heading home. This weekend to a sold-out Joe Media Stadium down there at Mount Smart. And someone's come through with a word to say to you, Kempi. Morning, boys. Talk about useless, Kempi. Look what you've done to the bunnies. Stop picking them. <laughs> I asked you. I pledged you today, Kempi. Pick the bunnies again. Oh, yes. They're going to get hiding. Yeah, yeah. Oh, they are going to get hiding. They are going to get hiding on Friday night, Marky. And, uh, yeah, what have they lost? The f- uh, four of their last six games, I think. So... Uh, they're struggling at the moment. They ruined my. Struggling. They ruined my multi. Because oh. I, 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 I had a five-game multi, and that was the last one. Oh, that was the no. last. The other four had all come in. I needed that. I need the the bunnies to get up. I thought they're in Sydney against the Cowboys. Who've been rubbish. They've got Cody Walker back. We'll be gold. We'll be gold. No drama. No drama at all. Nah. No joy. No. Oh. No oh. joy. I tell you what. And they've got a quick turnaround too. They've got to come here to. One of the things I thought I'd noticed on the on the weekend was when the Warriors had finished the game. Like the first time I've seen the, the coaches all down on the sideline, um, mm. you know, so they're all down there. They they smiles from ear to ear. Um, but the players, it's the first time I actually saw the players dominate that after match. You know, when you've just walked off the field, going, "Mate, we are actually going all right," you know, mm. and that's a real scary proposition if you have a look at their schedule on the way home. Um, and, of course, the way that the ladder is. I think it's there's uh, four games that separates the top 13 teams. You know, two points, you're you're in and out of the eight. Four points, you're on top of the competition. So um, it's it's one of those years where ooh, if you get a little bit of a, a, a run, a little bit of a step on now between now and the, and the last 10 rounds, may you put yourself right in, in that position to, to, to get in front of the competition this year um, and especially the top four. So the Warriors have got that schedule that looks like they can do that. So, mate, I'm not afraid to say it. I think, I think they go close to finishing in the four. And if, if they do that and the, and the way that they walked around on Friday, Friday night, mate, they're a dead set chance. They are a dead set can, chance given the competition. They can score points too, Kempi. That was the third time this year that they've gone over 40 clicks and points. So, on the attacking side of things, which traditionally they struggled last couple of years, they've, they've made changes. They are looking really sharp. Mate, it's their skill sets. They pass under pressure. Traditionally, the Warriors would have held on to that. But Chance Nickel, Clodstag, and yeah, Rocco Berry on the weekend, their DWZ, like their skill sets under pressure 
is so good to watch. And that's the one that makes me uh, extremely proud to watch. And then defensively, look, they let a little, couple of little um, easy tries in on the weekend against a pretty average Dragon side, mate. But, oh, so good to watch. And I know um, everyone out there would have been watching it. And uh, you've sent in some messages. Hey, Uncle, you said on Friday, easy round of NRL you to pick this week. Tui billboard, Alvin. <laughs> oh, you can't pick your nose, eh, Alvin, in the, in the NRL? Like, who, who, who would have thought that Brisbane would have lost to the Gold Coast? Nah. You know, who would have thought that a Penrith second team would have went out against the Knights and turned them over? Um, look, well, she was thought the Coxton, eh, Caxton. Well, I think, I think this, this is the problem. You know, this is what Matty Johns is saying about waiting for the wheels to fall off. If they're going to der- derail um, and the wheels are going to fall off at the Broncos. It's, they're going to do it oh. themselves, and it's and it's the way that Reese Walsh behaves um, in and around the football team, and and puts himself above the football team and and calls the ref out. Mate, he's in some serious trouble. Apparently, this, um, this morning they're talking about oh, no. how long is he going to get for the for the for abusing the referee. It was there, obvious too. You can hear it. There's two things here. One, it was a forward pass to Coates um, uh, to Coates when he went down that. Um, scrum down that left hand side and the second one Dave Fafita did milk it but they've been milking those penalties from those those sliding defensive positions all year so you, you just you know you can't let them affect you and the way that he, he carried on you've got to remember that when he was over here with the Warriors he played a big part in, in doing that week in week out with the Warriors I don't know how Kevin Wallace is going to sort this out but if they're going to do um, fall off the, the tracks they'll derail themselves it's because of that type of behaviour yeah, yeah. That I mean, you can't be doing that. We've seen that time and again. But you know, it comes back to Kempi and you and I talked about this yesterday. The NRL judiciary. What are they up to? Marata Niakore, three weeks he's been given. I shouldn't even have been sent off. Right? Sh- shouldn't have been a sin binning. So he gets three weeks. But two guys who headbutt each other and somebody that runs in and throws a punch in the biggest game of the season, fines. Yeah. There's just no consistency. I remember, I remember every time around the Anzac test that the Kiwis it became a bit of a running joke, like who we're going to lose in selections. So you get to the Anzac test, and you know, sure enough, the the week of the the final game before the Anzac test, we'd lose a Ruben Wiki or we'd lose a Johnny Lomax. You know what I mean? For some dubious referee call on the weekend, um, the Marata Nuakore one, like. Marata, the, the loading on that three weeks, the reason why it's three weeks is loading because he's, he's already been suspended. So he, he would only go for a week if he never had them, them loadings. Um, but it wasn't a sin, sin bin in the first place. Like he's leaning into the, into the tackle and it just so happens that as Marata's making, because he's a tough kid making the tackle, the shoulder pops up. And it's not a, it's not a sin bin, um, let alone three weeks. But the way that they, they've, I guess, judged him on the back of that New South Wales, mm. two headbutts and a punch. Mate, you got to, you, you honestly got to look at him and go, what's going on? Does he, he gets quite high, doesn't he, on his, on his tackle though, Kempi? This leads a little dip, dip, and then to say, because when he did that, and obviously it wasn't malicious, and I was thinking, oh yeah, but his previous history, I was thinking, oh no, this is going to come back and bite him. So I wasn't surprised he got three weeks. Because he's been, he's been in the, um, in the line like the last couple of months, isn't he, with his, Tackle like it wasn't malicious, we know that. And on the weekend, uh, Wednesday with the what went what went on, but the pass they probably had to set a precedent. Oh, uh, look, we I spoke about this on Friday um, with the Warriors and the and the players and suspensions and injuries, and it, and it could roll 
okay for the Warriors and the fact that the players are freshening up. So he gets a he gets a I don't know whether they're going to fight it. They might try and get it downgraded to two weeks. Um, but what because they haven't had the opportunity to really freshen some of the some of the players up, um, which which you know you come through the back end of it. You look at what Bennett does through his days at the Broncos. You look at what Bellamy has to do with the Melbourne boys through the through the Origin period and stuff like that. The Warriors by default have been able to do that because of suspension and injury. And then they're getting these players back into positions that are needing to be filled. Like Mitch Barnett goes out, in comes Dylan Walker. Mm. Marata goes out, in comes Barnett. You know what I mean? So it's a it's probably not the ideal um, situation to be in. But as far as rolling into the finals, the players are getting a little bit of a freshen up. You know, look how Walks was the best player on the pitch on on Friday night. You know, I know everyone, everyone's yeah. everyone's saying you know um, how well DWZ is playing, mate. When Dylan Walker came onto the pitch, the game changed. It was flat, you know. St George were getting on top. They scored that try. Chance local clocks there didn't get to the to the fullback. They bring Dylan Walker on, and the energy just absolutely flipped. So, I think mm. I think given the fact that he'll probably he probably won't fight it because he might get longer. They'll they'll take the three weeks. The issue you got is when you come into that real critical area at the back end of the year, you can't lose him for three weeks. Those loadings really hurt. And as far as a tackle technique goes, I don't think that, um, you know, we'll get Webby on, but I don't think Webby's going to say that, mate, I just want you to lower your tackle tech. I think what Webby wants wants is to roll the dice and say, mate, I just want you to get through the games. Yeah, Moses, and that's the other thing that hasn't been mentioned, is that Moses Suley actually drops into contact. Like, he's the ball carrier and he drops his level into the into the tackle, and that's, that's what creates the, the um, near quarter going slightly high because he comes yeah. up off. But anyway, we should we should get into this, boys, because there's plenty of text coming through on double eight double three. Uh, shall we? Shall we? Shall we? <laughs> uh, double eight double three is the Temper Bed Post text line. Uh, did you give a jersey to the ref too? Is he may as well have gone full <sighs> Louis late and given him a gold watch? Still upset, Martin next year from Chris. Uh, but what I was thinking, boys, is your best of the weekend. Oh, I love the song. I don't know that this is going to be a hell of a lot of a surprise, is he? But give us your simply the best from the weekend, my friend. <laughs> oh, well. DJ, roll that clip. Oh, look, it was no surprise as I was going there, was it? I had to wait 20-odd minutes to get there, but we're finally there, <laughs> and I'm happy. Of course I picked that. Of course I supported the team, and if there's a team that can travel away and win, uh, the Crusaders, Richie Moe, Sammy Whitelock, going 80, Cody Taylor going 80, you experience your heart, your ticker, putting it all out there. So I, I went with Richie Moe, Crusaders, Honestly, just a, a wonderful moment, but I'm hearing your frustration, Chris. And I'm hearing everyone's frustration, and I can read Ken's messages from last night, Ken, so you're obviously back. Um, what am I hearing from you this morning? Um, but look, 0800 there is plenty to dissect in that performance. Three yellow cards, 15-8.
penalties conceded from the Chiefs and the Crusaders. The forward pass scenario. Plenty going on that. The Ben O'Keefe refereeing. A lot of abuse going around the country. ALB should have been a red card. <laughs> ah, there is just plenty to debate, but that was my simply the best moment of the weekend. I just, I'm just so pumped. I'm so proud to be a Crusader. Uh, but here, yeah, I'm here to be uh, a voice. So if you've got anything you want to add, double eight double three oh eight hundred one five zero eight eleven. Kempi, what was your moment? Mate, well, apart from the uh, well, the whole said they experience, um, you know, getting up the Crusaders over the Chiefs. What a game and a, and a typical final. Uh, Crusaders eleven Super Finals. You know, for Razor Ray, that's unbelievable. But my highlight of the night uh, of the weekend was actually going along uh, to the North Shore uh, Event Centre and watching a young bloke by the name of. Uh, Charlie Dalton run around, a young boy out of Rosemary College, uh, wound him up after the game, told him he was from Westlake if you're watching the socials, but here's what Charlie had to do. Dalton left alone. Oh, that's good for Charlie Dalton. Glidden gives it to Weeks, looks at Dalton, who's going upstairs, catches it, and puts it up and in. Quick start for the Tuatata, 5 nothing in the first. Yeah, Charlie Dalton, mate. I was saying to uh, Kerry, my mate, uh, who I went along with, who's that kid? And he said, that's Charlie Dalton, mate. That's uh, Tanya Dalton's boy. And uh, he signed a scholarship to head over to the States where he's going over. He's, he's on a dual scholarship for both uh, volleyball and basketball. And the kid can play, mate. Score the first 11 points for the Tuatara, who awesome. basically put the game away in the first quarter. Oh. Um, they just they ran a clinic. And the good thing about them is that they're not relying on their imports. Is he, they are... Uh, um, playing local boys, local boys in the team. They're they're all homegrown. Um, Tarangi, the 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 uh, captain of the yeah, Tall Blacks, Ruben yeah. Tarangi was absolutely outstanding. And they've got they've got something special going on there at the moment um, over there at the North Shore. So uh, yeah, that was my highlight. Uh, simply the best this weekend. Oh, I'm starting to feel left out. It sounds like you boys are both at the same party. Both of you losing your voices. I, I know Dagger, Dagger didn't stop partying till about 5 o'clock Sunday morning. I don't know about you, Kempi. I think that's just standard for Kempi, but uh, uh, feeling a bit left out. But I get, get your text through. Double eight, double three. What was your simply best moment of the weekend? That was we, a long day yesterday. Oh, I bet, mate. I bet. <laughs> I messaged Dizzy when I woke up yes, uh, on, on Sunday morning. I messaged him. I didn't get anything back for about five hours. <laughs> then he was like, I was I'm just surfacing. I was laughing. As soon as that text went, I was like, you've got no chance. I text Kez. I said, mate, he just got home. He's, he ain't answering anybody. Oh, it sounds like it was a good night at Matt Todd's. No doubt we'll hear more about that as the show goes on. But keep your text coming You'll through. You'll be hearing nothing. <laughs> double eight, double three. 0800 150 What was yours? Simply the best moment of the weekend. This is Izzy and Kempi for breakfast. Thanks to Chemist Warehouse, the real house of fragrance.